Hello and Happy New Year! Welcome to this episode where we talk about New Year's resolutions, goal setting, uh, leaving 2020 behind us and moving on into 2021. So I'm going to start this episode by asking the question, should you be setting yourself New Year's resolutions? And for me, um, the answer is, why wouldn't you? You know, I think it's, um, we all need to constantly like reflect on our life, not just within fitness, within our normal life goals and like self-development. I think it's a great opportunity to sit back and reflect on what's happened over the last 12 months and then what you want to do going forward. So 2020 is definitely a year a lot of people want to leave behind them. But within that year, there still would have been a lot of positives. You know, 12 months is a long time. And there's a lot of things to reflect on, like how well do we handle lockdown? How was our training and fitness during lockdown? Um, did we pick up any bad habits? Did we create any good habits? Um, what, what does our work situation look like? So I think there's, for me, between that Christmas and the year break, I sat back and reflected on my year, and then I've made some like, solid plans for 2021, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. So for me, within fitness, it's quite easy to always say, well, I'm gonna start again on Monday. I'm gonna start tracking my calories on Monday. I'm gonna um, up my training for Monday. But that's kind of like a never ending date where the 1st of January, the 1st of the year is, right, I've got 12 months now. I'm not gonna come into 2022 in the same condition I come into 2021. These are the things I wanna improve on. And I think we should always look to uh, focus on self-development, focus on our fitness and set ourselves goals that we can reach and so we can reflect back on I mean, this time next year and say that was an awesome year, this is where I was, this is where I am now. So with that, let's talk about like self-development goals first and then we'll talk about um, fitness goals. So with every type of goal setting, um, um, you might have heard of SMART before, we set SMART goals and that's a specific, measurable, attainable, um, realistic and time-bound. So they're not just random goals that have no meaning, they're a goal that's very specific, it's very measurable, so there's, you can measure the outcome. It's attainable, as in you can actually achieve it. Um, it's realistic um, to you and your lifestyle, and then time-bound, there's an end. You're gonna, you're gonna achieve this goal by this date. So, I'm gonna give you an example. I'm not gonna give you all my goals that I wanna achieve in uh, 2021, but like a life self-development goal for me, um, this year is reading more. So. I'm really bad at reading. I'm, re I'm very good at listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts. And I've got in quite a good habit before where, well, before I'm still in, where as soon as I leave the house, when I'm getting on the train, getting on the tube, um, going shopping, going for a walk, I would put in a podcast or listen to an audiobook. So I tend to work through at least a book a month via audio and then just a load of different podcasts. So I'm very good at doing that. But what I'm really struggling with is sitting down and actually reading. Because the only time in the day I make for reading is when I get into bed and my sleep routine's pretty good and I would literally um, shut the house down, brush my teeth, turn everything off, set my alarm, get into bed and then I'll get my book out. I'll read one page and then I'll just start drifting, drifting and I'm like, oh, I'm done. And then I put the book down and I'll fall, fall to sleep straight away. I'm one of those lucky people that do fall asleep straight away. So the only time I get to read is when I'm in bed and the second I get into bed, I tend to fall asleep. So, I know it just takes me forever to get through books and that's just such a poor excuse um, for reasons not to read in but the reality is I'm just not making the time for it. I'm spending more time watching TV because I find that relaxing instead of sitting down in silence and reading a book. But it's something I want to work on and it's something I want to get better at. So I've set myself a goal of reading 12 books in 2021 
you know, so a book a month should be very achievable. I've got enough books, I don't need to buy any more books, I just need to start working through them. So I'm gonna to try to do a book a month and then just start being a bit harsh on myself back end of the month. So if I'm really not uh, working through that book, then over the weekend, instead of, you know, instead of watching TV, I'd have to do catch up in, those, in that final weekend of the month to finish that book. So I go into the following month with a book read. So that's, um, that's a very, I would say that's a, very, that's a smart goal. That's a smart, um, that's something that's very uh, specific, achievable, measurable, uh, realistic and time bound. I've got a month to read each book. You know, I can either get ahead, you know, if, um, if I power for a book, I can start a new book and get ahead for the year. But within the year, I want to tick off 12 books. So that's a, that's just a personal goal for me. And um, the benefits of that is once I start making a habit, then by the time I hit uh, next year, that could be my new thing. I could be, um, I, I, I want to be the guy that kind of can pick up a book and just get lost in the book instead of just watching TV or flicking through my phone all the time, but I needed to make it a habit. So that's one of my likes, personal self-development goals. Um, and I've got a few more that are kind of similar to that, and I've got a few work and business goals that I want to achieve. Um, one of them is getting better at YouTube, and, and I've got specific goals that I want to reach within YouTube, for example. Um, and then I've got my fitness goals. So with fitness goals, you want to be, the best way to tackle fitness goals is, um, well, as a personal trainer, whenever you run um, consultations and you meet clients for the first time, you get fitness goals that come out like, I want to get fitter, I want to get stronger, I want to get leaner, I want to get faster. But those are not really goals. Those are, um, those are never ending goals. You want to get faster, well, what does that mean? Does that mean you want to run a 5K the same as Mo Farah or does faster mean you want to just improve your 5K by one minute or whatever? So they're just not smart goals, they're just, just too broad. So as a, as, a, as a PT, when you sit down in the consultation, people give you those sort of goals and then um, as a personal trainer, you're meant to then put those into something more achievable, attainable, and then you make a plan to reach those goals. Uh, so you should do the same. So with fitness, we're gonna take a few of those um, headlines and kind of break them down into how you can set um, fitness goals. And when you set fitness goals, it's not just about what you should move away from is just chasing aesthetic goals of looking lean, men's health model, cover model, type of lean. Um, and you should try to move away from just thinking that way because that's a goal you're kind of consistently chasing. And when you see people that are in that sort of shape, guys and girls that are in that sort of kind of model shape, low body fat percentage, lots of muscles, lean muscle tissue, it's took them a long time to get there. Fitness is a long, is a long game. You need, when you see those people that are in peak physical condition, they've gone through multiple training cycles, multiple phases of training. They've, they've got a great training history, like a great training age. Your training age is how long you've been training for. So. They've got all that experience and time built up and they're probably incredibly disciplined with their sleep, nutrition, uh, their recovery and their training programs. So what I mean, what I'm saying with this is don't constantly chase those type of aspect goals because we're all starting our, our fitness journey at different levels and that's a long-term plan and fitness is a long-term plan and fitness is a habit you want to kind of get into. You don't set those sort of goals for like six weeks you hit that and then it's over. It's kind of like a ongoing process. So what you should do is not just chase aesthetic goals, but move into more performance measured goal setting. And what I mean by that is um, setting yourself test weeks. So we're just starting January now. 
So you should write out a load of, and you should be, you should get, you should get a bit geeky with this. That's when fitness starts to become fun, and you can really get into it. And this will really massively improve your knowledge overall around fitness. The more geeky you kind of get with it, but you should start with like a test week, and then from that test week, then pick out elements of your training you want to improve on. Then do a six, eight, twelve week phase of training. Then retest uh, that element, and then you better see clear progression. So what I mean by that is, if you if you want to get, don't just chase, you know, you should um, as you should have aspect, uh, you can so you have uh, body composition goals like measurements, skin folds, body fat percentage, progress photos. You can have that sort of measurement, but also set yourself performance goals. So if you want to get stronger, you can do testing in compound moves. So a compound move is like a squat, a deadlift, a bench, a strict press, and you can test those by doing like a one rep max, a three rep max, a five rep max. So that's um, so five rep max is how much weight can you lift for five reps. So let's say you start with five rep max in January, you can then do a six week training phase. So you did five rep max of um, 80 kilos on back squat. You can then do a six week training phase and then do another test of five rep max test. Um, and to see if you improved that 80 kilos, maybe to 85, 90. Then from there you can then go, right, my next goal is to get my five rep max up to 100 kilos. That's such a better way to goal set is when you set yourself like performance measure goals like that. Um, so with that sort of testing, with like strength element testing, so if you want to get stronger, what does get stronger mean? The best way to do that is by strength testing across compound moves. So one rep max, three rep max, five rep max. Um, I would say though, one rep max is, um, it's the ultimate way to test, but it also it's a highly skilled way of testing. One rep max is very much it's, it's very mental. It's um, you need great form, great technique under pressure as well. So one rep max is very dangerous. So you need experience before you start uh, doing one rep max testing. Is what I'm trying to get. At. Five rep max is the most safest way to go because um, you know that you can do at least three if you're tempting that sort of weight. So you can do three reps and put it back after four. Or if 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 um, if the fourth goes okay and you're not too sure about the five, you can just rack it and then you'll know that you're not quite there yet. But five rep max is the most safest. But I find the sweet spot, the, the sweet spot is three rep max. So if you're new to training, you can try five. If you're very experienced, you can go one. But with all my clients that I train with, apart from a few, we, I always stick to three rep max testing. And I even do three rep max testing myself because I don't really like one rep max testing. It's horrible, especially on like. Um, you know, squatting or deadlifting where you're grinding the weight up. Uh, I'm a big fan of three rep max testing because I know that when you're attempting a weight, you can do at least two and then you'll know if you can complete that third. So um, you can set yourself performance measure goals and strength testing where you're just seeing your, progr your progress throughout the year. And from that, you can make graphs and then you can go to where it was here. So let's say you start doing a three rep max or back squat of 80 kilos in January. And then throughout the year that goes up, the end of the year that could be up to 110 or so. And then you know, you've got a nice looking graph that looks like that. That's like a good way to assess your fitness. Um, other tests you can do is like body weight testing. Um, I like, when I do body weight testing, I like doing like max effort sets, so um, for max reps. And you can do this on like pull-ups, chin-ups, dips, um, press-ups. Um, you can even do like plank holds, so how long can you hold a plank for? How many pull-ups can you do in one go? You can do these weighted, like, like one rep max pull up or three rep max pull ups, but I just find um, when you've got a weights belt on and you're taking load, you, you load up um, your shoulders quite a lot, especially on dips, and you've just got to 
have a good experience level of doing dips before you start doing max testing. So for body weight movements, I like to give, I like to prescribe my clients, even on myself, uh, like max effort testing. And then for strength elements, I like to do one, three or five at max testing. Okay, I hope you're keeping up with all this. Um, and then finally, cardio tests. So if you want to get fitter, you want to get faster, like what's another way to um, test that? So let's take running. Um, in running, the key distances, um, if you take out the sprinting distance, so like one, two, 400 meter, 800 meter sprints, the kind of main distances in running would be like the one mile test, so 1600 meters, 3K, 5K, 10K, half, half marathon and marathon. They're like the key um, distance in running. No one asks what your 6K time is, it doesn't really exist. People care what your 5K time is, what your 3K, what your 10K time is. So if you're someone who likes running and you run quite regularly, you should say to yourself, okay, Let's go do a 5k test, see where my numbers are, go do a load of training and not just 5k every week, you could do a steady 5k, you could do tempo runs like 5 1k's at a certain speed, you could do different interval training around the track, you can do some endurance work, do that for like 6 weeks and then retest your 5k. That's like a great way to see your progression. So you're not absolutely kidding yourself every week, you're doing structured training, you do a test week, you do then a structured phase of training and then you test again. So that's what you could do with running. With biking, you've got like your FTP test, and then you've got different um, like time trial, like 10 mile test. Uh, with rowing, um, 500 meter, 1K, 2K, 5K are the key like four timings, uh, four distances you would measure in rowing. So I would, um, you know, if you're if you're a CrossFit person and you want to do like the CrossFit Open this year, uh, which will be in March, there will be rowing in that, and hopefully the gym's open soon so we can actually get to the gym and do some rowing. Um, but if you're going into like a crossfit competition, if you know what a, your 500 meter time is, your 1k, your 2k, your 5k, you'll become a better athlete because you know exactly what speed to, to row at. You know, um, you're not going to go into a 20 minute workout rowing at your 500 meter speed because that just doesn't make sense. So uh, once you start understanding these numbers, you become such a better um, athlete, such a better, um, such a better trainer because you start understanding what you can hold for different speeds and times. And you can very quickly get into this and that means when you sit down a goal set, you can just have these solid performance measured uh, goal setting, um, which is again, it's smart, it's specific, it's measurable, it's uh, attainable, time bound, realistic. Yeah, I said that in the wrong order. Uh, but you get what I mean. So what you should do, been it um, 1st of January and New Year's Day, if you're doing this over the weekend, just before the fourth, try to set out kind of plan your plan for the year. Um, what, do, what do you want to achieve in kind of your life self-development section? And then what do you want to achieve in the gym? And when you're right in the gym, you know, you can go, right, I want to, if cardio is your thing, list out kind of some key distances you want to improve on, and then just make a plan to improve them. You're not going to do all of them in the same month, in the same 12 weeks, but you can say, right, for this next 12 weeks, I'm going to work on these three elements. If you're someone that um, that hits the gym a lot and you're not really seeing progress in the gym, well, look at your strength testing and ask yourself if you've been doing strength testing. Uh, it's, a, it's the best way to see that you're constantly that you're constantly progressing, that you're constantly progressing. A lot of times when you just chase just aesthetic goals, you can come, you can sometimes miss how much progression you're actually making. So when I sit down with clients, we track the aesthetic side of it of uh, doing measurements, and skin folds. Uh, progress photos and all that good stuff but also we'll lay out like this is how we're going to become a better athlete this is how we're going to build and show your progress build more lean muscle tissue and um, 
yeah, become, you know, actually get numbers behind, become a stronger, fitter, leaner, faster, etc. Right, so yeah, so that's what I'll do is um, take, I hope, I hope you enjoyed this video, I hope you found it useful. Uh, so the point of this is have a structure, have a plan, set yourself some New Year's resolutions that you can stick to. Um, and then yeah, let's get really geeky behind the numbers this year and set yourself some really good goals going forward. And I guarantee if you do that, you'll have a great 2021. Okay, thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next video.